0: It looks pretty cool, right? I got a piece of trivia I want to ask you. Uh, So regardless of whether or not you've been to Mount Rushmore, do you know how long or how old that monument is in South Dakota's Black Hills? Do you know how many years ago it was completed? I'll give you a second. Mount Rushmore, how old is it? I didn't. i admit, I didn't know until this morning when I was preparing to have this conversation with you about what President Trump plans to do on July 3rd there at Mount Rushmore. I, I didn't know how old the monument was. I learned just now. I'll tell you, 79 years old. All right, which one of you got it right? Be honest. All right. Very good. 79. So there's the trivia. Impress someone with it later. Now, I admit to you, I have not seen, I've not been to Mount Rushmore. I've seen plenty of pictures of it. And if I'm honest, you know, if you drive down I-15 through Lehigh often enough, you'll see there at the, uh, what's the Seven Peaks Fun Center. They've got the mini golf set up and the big Mount Rushmore replicas there. If you've seen that, no no need to travel to South Dakota. No need, I suppose. Uh, We've got our own Mount Rushmore here uh, just alongside I-15. That's pretty good. Uh, All right. So here, what's going on is this. The president, uh, you know what? Let me just let him explain it on his own. Here uh, he is, President Trump, uh, making some comments while uh, referencing Christine Nome. this uh, dealing with uh, Rushmore fireworks, some comments made earlier this year by the president. We're going to do a big fireworks display, right? Mount Rushmore. We're going over. I think I'm going to try and be there on July 4th. So the governor called. She ran a great race, a tough race. I was a tough competitor you had, right? A big star. And, uh, but she was a bigger star, it turned out, Lindsay. But she said, do you think we can get fireworks back at Mount Rushmore? I said, why? They haven't been there, like, for 20 years. I said, why? Uh, Environmental reasons. I said, you mean you can't have fireworks because of the environment? Yeah, environmental reasons. I said, what can burn? It's stone, you know? It's stone. So nobody knew why. They just said environmental reasons, so I called up our people, and within about 15 minutes, we got it approved, and you're going to have your first big fireworks display at Mount Rushmore, and I'll try and get out there if I can, okay? Well, it looks like he is going to get out there. So those comments, I'll I'll tell you, he made those uh, back in January. Which, if I'm honest, is pretty remarkable. I haven't seen, uh, you know, the president look forward uh, so far in time and actually follow through. Uh, Sorry, uh, I I know I shouldn't be criticizing, uh, but uh, (laughs) why not? Uh, But the president is, in fact, following through. And it will be, or it is his intention right now, uh, at least on July 3rd, to visit Mount Rushmore. It's part of his comeback campaign uh, as we, you know, here in the United States battle this coronavirus, try to bounce back from the sickness, from the unemployment, and most recently this social unrest. He's uh, setting off on a tour, uh, calling it a comeback tour. He plans to kick off uh, the Independence Day weekend there at a display at Mount Rushmore. This is as you heard him allude to there in his comments from January, has upset a number of people, specifically uh, Native Americans, who view the monument as a desecration of their land, referencing how it was uh, stolen from them and used to pay homage to leaders hostile to indigenous people. Well, uh, I can sympathize with that, uh, but I do believe that uh, sometimes there are other symbolisms that we can look to and see. And uh, sometimes if you look at it through one lens, you see it one way and you look at it through another and you see it uh, in in a different way. And that's uh, what's going on here. Uh, Those indigenous Americans, the Native Americans who are uh, upset with the visit of the president uh, see the symbolism in a way different from the president. The president sees a a mountain memorializing uh, great leaders of the United States. George Washington, There, looking out proudly over the Black Hills of South Dakota. And the president would like to kick off this comeback campaign uh, with some fireworks. Not only that, uh, he wants fighter jets thundering over this monument. And those fireworks, uh, interestingly enough, will be the first at the site since 2009, if it comes to fruition. Here is South, Deca- South Dakota Governor Kristi Nome yesterday, in fact, speaking on Fox News about this campaign against the monument. This is no longer about equality. This is a radical rewriting of our history, and in South Dakota, we won't stand for it. Uh, this is a national monument. Uh, The more we focus on the flaws of these men that are on our mountain, uh, the less likely we are to recognize the virtues and the lessons we can learn from their lives. So that really is the message that I have for South Dakotans that love this mountain and Mount Rushmore for this country, that recognize what it represents to us. And uh, we will do all that we can to make sure that that message is loud and clear, that we will make sure that Mount Rushmore stays as majestic as it is today. You hear the governor there made reference to uh, the two lenses I spoke of a moment ago. The lens through which you see virtue and the lens through which you see flaw. And that attitude can be applied across the country right now as monuments are coming down, as memorials are being desecrated and spray-painted and obscenities scrawled across them. Many of the individuals memorialized in these monuments, sure, they did have flaws. And we can't begin to understand the motivations which led them to engage in those flaws. But what we certainly can do is look to today and understand the impact that their virtues had on the life that you and I live today. Member of the Oglala Lakota tribe, Nick Tilson says that Mount Rushmore is a symbol of white supremacy, of structural racism that's still alive and well in society today. He goes on to say it's an injustice to actively steal indigenous people's land, then carve the white faces of the conquerors who committed genocide. What do you think about that? That's the other lens. Would you attend an event like this? As you have visited Mount Rushmore with your family or maybe on yourself, taken some great American road trip, and you've looked up at the faces of those American leaders carved into stone there in the Black Hills, what have you thought? Have you looked up and seen virtue or have you looked up and seen flaw? Now, I don't bring up this topic uh, to say that I've got any kind of great answer because I don't know. I don't know. I know we should never praise what is bad and we should always uplift what is good. But what if those two things, the good and the bad, reside in one individual? Luckily, we have uh, analytical minds. Luckily, we can understand things in context. And I invite you to, as we see uh, Mount Rushmore stories, as we see monument stories in San Francisco and in Washington, D.C. and elsewhere, please, please try to know that it is much more complicated uh, than the protesters would have you believe. We can do that. We can do that, all right. I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back, looking very much forward to this next segment, we'll be speaking with a great friend of mine, Boyd Matheson, will be joining me. He's got a a beautiful piece published today in the Deseret News. Also want to talk about uh, some upcoming elections. That's ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.